Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Juno Communications SubDAO Community Call Number Two. Let's take a listen. Yeah, so we'll start in a couple of minutes. We'll just let people trickle in here. Uh, we have some projects already out of the space. That's good. Uh, Juno Sauce, how are you doing? I'm just going to give a few shout outs here. Anyone I recognise? Max Juno, Mr. Zamplin's in the house, Hot and Cold Finance, Juno News, Idols, Crypto OX Sun. Nice to see you all here, guys. Uh, excuse my coarse throat tonight. I'm a little bit coming down with a cold and stuff. Uh, still recovering. But yeah, we should get through this okay. And Reese is in the house also. How you doing, Reese? You okay? Shout out. Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, Merry Christmas as well. Hope everyone had a great time. We throwing Max up here? Max, you coming on? Okay. So, welcome, everybody. In respect of time, we'll get started today. I'm just waiting for, I think Jake might take a pop in as well, but we'll get going with it. Um. Welcome, everybody, to the Juno community call number two. This is where we will be giving the inside scoop on what's happening on Juno fortnightly. Now, owned last week because of the holidays, so we do apologise, but we felt it was pointless running the space when most people are maybe spending time with their families and stuff. But I know the community is quite thriving on Juno all the time. Um, so, yeah, we just decided to postpone it one week. Uh, but we do plan to maintain a regular presence and we'll have various contributors to the Juno ecosystem on this call and pre and future calls going forward. Um, I can see some friendly faces in the house. I'll just invite who needs to be up to speak straight away. Um, I'm happy to have ways today, obviously, Jake, Jack, Reese, um, and there's a few others here requesting to speak, but I'll get through you all shortly. Uh, I'll just... I'll, Outline the agenda as the previous call was as key topics for today's discussion. But before I do that, I'd like to mention that the call is going to last roughly about 60 minutes and will be recorded for future reference. Uh, we'll be going through updates from the core teams. We have got some of them up already. Uh, we'll go through some of the governance recaps. Um, I'm not sure there's much on Commonwealth. I've, I've kind of been out the loop a little this week. I'll, I'll check on it briefly. Project updates on Juno. Now, we have three projects in the house today uh, because the governance is qu kind of quiet. So we'll get them up in, the, in, in, in a little later. And uh, we'll again, we'll just have an open open mic session for the community at the end if they want to come up and have a... Um, just let me add these speakers in. Excellent. Cool. I'll just connect the guys now. Um, 
Excellent. Cool. So like I mentioned, we've got Jake here from Core One today. Uh, we'll go into a little bit more of the technical updates and uh, alpha happening on, you know, and go over some of the recent gov props along with me. Uh, so let's get into it, everyone. Jake, what have you been up to? I see you've been active to, today in some governance contracts. Can you maybe explain what's happening there? Well, .av2 is coming out next week. Uh, audit is basically basically done. Uh, we were hoping to release on the first of the year, but you know, uh, wanted to get the official sign off from the auditors. Um, but as soon as we have that, we tag the release and it's ready to ship. Uh, super stoked about that. Feel like that takes the cake for for alpha of the week. <laughs> um, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, DAO's commits NFTs now, so I think uh, we're going to have some fun with that. Um, maybe Soft DAO will be feeling inspired. Um, yeah. Uh, I've also been working on a payroll contract. So DAOs are going to have payroll UI. We already actually like support this, uh, but we're like making this really great vesting contract, which I think is going to be very important for us. Like. And for all DAOs kind of moving forward, uh, it allows you to, yeah, basically like vest tokens. Uh, and I think that's really important for community funding efforts. The way the Cosmos SDK vesting accounts work is they're kind of a mess. Uh, it, it, they don't really work very well. So I think these will be really great tools to give to sub DAOs um, that want to continue to fund development and fund projects, but make sure they're doing it in a way where the projects are accountable to the community and uh, have aligned incentives. So I think that's going to be really fun. Um, I'm sure Reese has a lot of updates on V12, um, so maybe he'd be a great person to go next. Yeah, cool. Um, I've got Reese up as a speaker. Reese, we have a couple of updates in regards to V12. Would you mind sharing anything that you've got on that? Yeah, so from V12, all of the, the core features are done. We have one final thing that we're currently doing, which is reviewing the Oracle module as well as the uh, writing the documentation for validators. So we're getting all that up. We're going to, you know, of course, get that up as soon as possible since that is the only limiting factor at the moment. Um, still continuing to write tests and make sure that, that there's nothing breaking. Hopefully get that up on uni, you know, sometime this month uh, and definitely be able to to, to allow users to test it, both the feature modules, global fees, uh, and testing testing all those features in a production-like environment. So that's, that's where we're currently at with that. Excellent. Fantastic. And we have Jack Rample in here. Jack, chip, chip in if you have anything you'd like to update us on from Strange Love World. Yeah, shout out. Uh, you know, we're, we're working on a number of IBC-related things and, and should have some more things to announce here soon. But uh, biggest thing in V12 is gonna be the packet forward middleware, which enables some nice uh, front end experiences. So uh, we'll be pushing a PR up for that soon. Fantastic, exciting stuff. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what you're doing there, guys. Um, in terms of the Oracle, um, there's a lot of projects waiting on it. Is that something that you're keen on trying to get through the door quickly or is it more of a safety first and then moving on? I mean, we want to make sure we test things. We don't, you know, we we ship early in Juno, but we, you know, don't just like YOLO. We got to make sure things are tested and that they're safe and that they work. 
Uh, but the Oracle will be coming with these wealth. Uh, I'm really excited for the Oracle. Uh, a lot of DeFi projects are going to be able to use it. Uh, we've had a couple projects like Livana already have been requesting it for a while. So it's going to be great to have it finally out. Uh, another great thing about it is that like any project that's on Terra that also wants to deploy on Juno that uses an Oracle, uh, they will be able to do so. So hopefully that means even more projects come our way. So uh, yeah, Oracle should come out with V12. Uh, we're going to make sure it's well, well documented and tested, uh, but that is currently the plan. Great stuff, great stuff. Right, okay, um, we'll move on to the governance recap uh, forum and on-chain, but we've seen that Prop 67, the increased community tax, had passed. Now, that was in process the last time we had a call. Um, really exciting to see it. We're going to start seeing some um, treasury, well, funds going back into the treasuries, sustaining the future of Juno, which was, you know, you had some nice things to say about that in the previous call, Jake. I don't know if you've got anything else to add to it. I mean, no, I think it's great. I think it's important to make sure that we're being sustainable with community finances and this is going to put us, like, set us up really well for the future. So I think it's great. Excellent. Prop 68 did pass also, which was global fees on Juno. Is this uh, what you were mentioning before, Reese, and the V12 upgrade? Is that just like, maybe just like explain to the community what this proposal is and what it does? Yeah, for sure. So Global Fees is currently in the Gaia, so it'll be on the main Cosmos Hub in the future as well. And it just sets a it just sets a a fee for any denomination that we would like for a minimum across the board, all validators. The current way that it works is a validator sets in their config that they want to accept, you know, transactions for a cost of some amount of UJuno and other assets. And the goal is let's allow a query as well as set this across the board to make the user experience better, as well as this plays into fee share as well to make sure that fees are paid across the board for WASM contracts and things like that. Now, a part of this, we're also, we'll be improving the quality of life of relayers as well, where any IVC packets that are transferred over are fee-less. So that way that it removes that strain from, from relayers. So it, it's a good from multiple perspectives and governance will be able to control what the price is, as well as what assets that we require different transactions to, to be set for. Great stuff. And yeah, so as a validator, would that mean we technically would see more income or would it be more of the opposite? So initially it's the same as you would see now. You'll, you'll get the same amount of income. It'll be, everything's the same by default. It'll be up to governance later to decide if we want to raise raise fees across the board, in which case that raises validator income. But I mean, yeah. fees relative to that are you're pretty small and yeah. and, and considerate. So great stuff. Um, okay, excellent. Prop seventy two was community consent. Cosmos pay supporting Juno. Um, well, this was like a couple of no with vetoes on that one, which I do understand why because it was kind of setting. I mean, I'm going to be unbiased on this, like, but the proposal was asking permission to the community to add Juno as a paying method for a bit kind of plug in. Um, we're kind of a bit of a permissionless change. Should we need permission for that? Or, you know, any views, anyone on that? No, they should just do it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think, don't waste energy on a gov prop. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's my, my take. Just do it. Yeah. Thought so. Just 
just get on with it, really. But yeah, um, prop 77 launch of now, this is exciting, I must admit. But the launch of the sauce sub DAO now, I'm not sure uh, they were in the call here a second ago, I'm not sure who's sort of speaking for them, but by all means, come on at the end and, and, and come and introduce yourself, man. We'd love to hear more of what the memes are doing for Juno. But yeah, past the flying colours and excited for that one. I, I'm, I've seen the memes. Uh, I mean, the, per- <laughs> the percentage ROI is pretty, pretty, pretty insane right now. Yeah, so, I'll, 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 I've got a request, but I'm not sure if it's them yet. But we'll, 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 we'll come back to that in a bit. Um, where am I at then? Okay, Jacob of Notion saw Notion will put a proposal up to revive Terra Classic IBC client. Not really too sure what that's about, but it passed anyway. Uh, does anyone know what that's all about? Yeah, so... Uh, I think there's some... Yeah. Oh, so, so, go ahead, Jack. Yeah, when uh, Terra went down initially, we they froze clients all across the ecosystem, and that requires a governance proposal to revive the IBC connection. Uh, so that was just a procedural thing to make sure that we have uh, the ability to do IBC with Terra Classic. All right, nice. And on on nice. another note, so Terra Classic has plans to update their Cosmosm version to um, 1.0, so that would enable um, you know state-of-the-art applications to launch again on Terra Classic, which might even try to rival the new Terra 2. That could develop into some interesting dynamics. Thank you very much for clearing that. Okay. Um... What time? Let's do a time check now. I think this is going to be time to move on to some project updates now. Sen, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You're from White Whale DeFi, I presume, yeah? If Correct. you If you want to, um, while you're on and you have the mic, do you want to jump on and, and, and explain to the community what you guys are building, what's your overall mission, and, and what the problem you're trying to solve with White Whale? Sure. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so first of all, thanks for the uh, invitation. Y12 has been working with and building on Juno for you know, quite a while now, ever since after the Terra collapse. And what we are building is we're trying to be, let's, let's say, it, the next applications or the next paradigm of applications that's going to build or live in the cosmos. We call this interchain protocols. So we have app-specific chains with the Cosmos SDK. And then um, this is something that we're just seeing coming up with Astroport, with Mars, with Window, but also with White Whale. We, we were actually one of the first, or we are the first live protocol. Yeah, you guys are the first. We are trying you guys to, are like definitely pushing yeah. the state of the art on that and have been for a long time. Yeah, thank you. And we're trying to continue doing this. And, you know, you have these um, app chains all across the interchain. And then you will have protocols that use different parts of different chains. They have contracts on different chains, an interchain protocol. And that's what we're building. And Juno is um, one of our brightest, um, let's call it stars, in that network which we're, which we're building. And yeah, we've been, we're very excited to um, have already shipped the functioning decks, flash loans. We just open sourced our MEV bots. Um, right now, everybody can participate in, in MEV across um, various chains, including Juno. You don't need any capital because the bots integrate natively into our flash loans. And you don't even need to 
you know, compete with um, latency or anything because it uses skip protocol in the back end. So you can just bid on um, on your spot in the block. So yeah, that's what we're building in a nutshell. Flash loans, MEV, interchain protocols. I'm so stoked. Uh, I love what you guys are doing. I really hope to see a lot more proto like interchain protocols on Juno, I think. You know, at the beginning of this, we all were talking about like cross-chain smart contracts, and you guys are building like some of the first like really cool like cross-chain smart contracts. So, super kudos! And uh, where can people go if they want to like test things out or find out more? Yeah, as I said, um, part of our application is already live. You can just go to app.whitewhale.money or just click on on my Twitter profile or that of White Whale DeFi and just find out anything there. Um, just a little alpha here. So our token will launch conservatively next month or in around four weeks. So um, now is the time to, to um, you know, delegate to validators. Now is the time to deposit liquidity and play around with the application. Then you might get you know, more stake in the network soon. We did um, a pre-recorded interview Juno comms subdial with White Whale, uh, which will be released soon. Uh, we're hoping to do it maybe next week. Uh, really excited to see what they're going to do for a UI um, mission on Cosmos in general. Exciting. Um, thank you very much for coming up. Now, uh, just quickly, I'll jump in there and just say that if there's any other project not on the agenda, feel free to request. We'll get you up the first time at the end. We'll get you up to speak. No problem at all. Um, with that, I wonder if Neta are in the house because I did request that they come up and just um, maybe give us any updates on what's been going on over in NetaDAO. Just again, just come up and say hello and we'll get you on. I'll give you a wee moment to connect. And um, we also have hot and cold finance in the house as well. Like I say, just request to speak and we'll get you up for a, for a little project update. I also see uh, Joseph.Juno in the house. Maybe he wants to come up and talk about Swift protocol. Ooh. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty Swift. stoked for Swift protocol because a lot of people, a lot of people want Juno, hoodie, Juno hoodies, you know, like some Juno merch, maybe Dowdow merch. And it would be really great if you could get it, you know, with like Definitely. on the blockchain. Uh, right. So hot and cold are here. I know Alexandra from. Uh, they're building a, is an encyclopedia. What is it they're building again on? Do you know? Uh, they want to come up and have a, have a chat as well. They're building an encyclopedia, I believe. Um, so, yeah. But we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll go with, we'll go with um, the encyclopedia first, and then we'll move on to hot and cold finance. We'll see if NetAdal will come up and, and say hello to us. But, yeah, feel free. The floor is yours. Great. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Uh, we're building an encyclopedia. It's on Juno. It's live. Uh, everybody can go contribute at alexandria.org. That's A-L-X, just no E, named after the Library of Alexandria. Front end is also hosted on Akash, so it's a fully Cosmos native project. We got 75 articles just launched January 1st, uh, so it's kind of fun to see them piling on. Uh, anybody can permissiously edit as well. So if you just want to throw something up there, it doesn't have to be finished, and we'd love to have your contributions. Oh, also, too, we're going to be launching in about a month a scholar version of the platform. 
we currently have uh, five basically like uh, promissory notes from universities. Um, so we're going to be launching with support from different universities. And it's going to be a place where people can post research or news articles and lock the articles uh, for a fee against them being edited. So we'll kind of have, it was originally based off of like Wikipedia's initial vision of having Newpedia, which was the research, and then Wikipedia, the community version. Didn't work out that way, so now we're trying to bring it uh, to Juno. Man, that's, that sounds amazing. Well done. And we can wow, that find you. really cool. It's unbelievable. Um, is there a website we can click on via your Twitter space, or I can just at the end, I'll go through everyone and just pop in the, any information in the, in the thread from the Juno announcement of the call, if you like. Yeah, that's, that'd be great. In our bio, we've got the link to the live platform, alexandria.org, A-L-X-A-N-D-R-A. And then if you go to docs.alexandria.org, uh, you can look at our YouTube tutorial, tutorials to interact with the full contract. Everything's open source on GitHub, so you can go to github.com forward slash Alexandria as well. And we're going to be putting it up on Gitopia pretty soon. Amazing, man. Thanks for coming up. Uh, Popmoss is really excited there. I can see him chipping <coughs> away below me. Um, we have Neta Dow as a speaker, and then we'll move on to Hot and Cold Finance, and then Joseph, I think you're up after that as well, so... Let's get cracking. Hello, Neta Dow. The floor is yours. Uh, hi, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, great. Um, so thanks for having us on. Um, <clears throat> I'm Little D with Neta Dow. I basically do head of operations kind of stuff. Um, I've helped with the LLC process um, and and really trying to find where Neta Dow fits in the Juno ecosystem is kind of what, what most interests me. Um, I think so far that decentralized has largely meant disorganized um, for better and for worse. Um, and what's incredible about this DAO concept, and and uh, I mean, concept is in the singular there, but it's really a plural concept, just like a corporation is a singular kind of thing, but each corporation has a plurality of users, uses, goals, and values. Um, <clears throat> many of which, at least in open societies, can be in conflict or competition with each other. Um, so the value of this DAO concept is that it leverages blockchain uh, to provide order to, to the vast and open expanse for coordination and competition that the internet, broadly understanding, um, gives to the world. And it, it's sometimes said on, in this respect that blockchain introduces scarcity to the internet, but I would prefer to say that blockchain introduces frontiers to the internet's open expanse. Um, under Web 2.0, this expanse is just piratically patrolled by a handful of, of extremely large, wealthy, and powerful companies um, <clears throat> that, to date, sell their users' data um, for marketing, which is apparently extremely lucrative. Um, but as, as Jake was saying on a call earlier today, this harvesting of user data is, is also now feeding AI and uh, systems that, that will actually affect employment. Um, and so blockchain uh, <clears throat> means that this, this open expanse where people interact on a historically unprecedented scale, um, today through this handful of intermediaries who ransom out their data, will one day look more like a federation or network or ecosystem of sovereign communities. And in my opinion, what, what sovereignty means and looks like to those digital um, or internet-based communities is going to be um, a, a dominating theme through the coming decades as DAOs introduce more organizational schemes and possibilities for coordinating action and values at scale. Um, so I 
wanted to sort of lay that general introduction to why I think the DAO is such an important idea. Um, Native DAO for me uh, is a is a really radical experiment. Um, this it was released as a local store of value, totally decentralized in its distribution, um, and and of course it naturally immediately received a lot of mockery. Um, <clears throat> you can't just create a store of value out of thin air and so forth. Um, but I would point people to actual historical monetary experiments. For example, the American Revolution. Um, <clears throat> it turns out that revolutionaries often don't have access to the, the modes of production and, and the stores of value um, because they're reacting against those systems. Uh, the United States in particular, prior to the revolution, um, had states, in, and for a long time after the revolution, <laughs> Uh, had states that were printing their own money. Um, you had people who just in communities would print their own money. Um, and for a long time, for all of the 19th century, America was regarded as a monetary wild west, um, <clears throat> totally uh, totally experimental, totally crazy. Um, and it sort of scared people uh, in a way, but this, 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 uh, all of these revolutionary experiments uh, the French Revolution also had this problem. Whenever you move away from the existing monetary system to try to change centers of power or to reconfigure organizations of power, um, inevitably there comes a point where the bill comes due. You have to pay people outside of your clique. And uh, that's where a localized story of value comes into play, I think. Um, so in the sense that DAOs bring us to new frontiers, um, the the idea of NADA, uh, and, and I'll say more about NATO in just a moment, um, <clears throat> allows the Juno Commonwealth to exercise sovereignty outside of the jurisdiction of stable coins and the regulators. Of course, stable coins have e extremely valuable applications in, in financial purposes. Um, <clears throat> and for that reason, I think they're gonna be here for a while. But uh, the, the experiment of crypto, the spirit of the crypto revolution, I think really continues on or is carried on um, by, by what NATO stands for. Um, so what, what NATO stands for uh, is totally, I think, determined by its drop distribution. Um, it went to early participants on Juno Network, people who were willing to take the risk and to show up, um, and people who were were active in governance. Um, so it's these two features, really, that for me, define and uh, <clears throat> condition how NATO DAO should think about itself in the in the Juno ecosystem. Um, we want to offer a, a, a platform for ordinary users, people who are early adopters, but maybe not developers, um, <clears throat> to organize and to continue to build on the values that brought them to Juno in the first place. Um, so for that reason, I would say that Juno uh, and, and NatoDAO can have this sort of guiding, mutually guiding relationship uh, where NatoDAO acts as a kind of counterweight or, or a way to reach back to uh, whatever the founding founding mission and ethos and values were. And that to me is is sort of emphasized just in the in the in the fact that something like 20 or 25 percent of all of the original native drop recipients still hold the full value uh, of that of that drop. Um, so that's a lot of conviction. And uh, yeah and so NetaDAO uh, in, in that spirit has been setting up validators on Juno, Jackal and Akash. Um, we've been using Akash uh, to do things. We just right at Christmas had this uh, streaming session, which uh, which our user Envy set up for us, uh, which was great. Um, <clears throat> I know that 
other members, Whiskey has been working with DowDow on smart contracts for NetaDAO. Um, and, and people have been beta testing and continuing this spirit of early adoption and experimentation. Um, working towards decentralization with uh, some of our other members who are interested in FOSS, uh, FOSS, FOSS protocols, FOSS um, systems and networks. Uh, and we've compiled resources uh, for Rust and, and <clears throat> for Rust and Go-based languages um, that that are uh, available for that. Um, sorry, I've, I've, we had a very long Twitter thread, so I'm just going through. I, I read it, and that's that's why I thought to get you on because I thought it was a great thread. You sort of like reminded the community of like what Neta was and. I'm just reading it as well. Like you, you've got you still hosting weekly meetings on Saturdays at 3 p.m. UTC. Is that something that you encourage the community to come and maybe have a listen? Yes, to um, discussions and ideas and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now, as part of this LLC process, we have to establish an operating agreement, which means thinking about how the DAO relates to its sub DAOs, um, and and just hearing from different, different community members and different constituents with different interests is really important to, to building an operating agreement um, that can serve all of those people and keep everyone you know, happy and feel like they're participating. So um, I do really encourage, especially over the next month or so, um, anyone who's interested in NATO to join those weekly Discord calls. Um, tomorrow night, I'll also be leading the second in our operating agreement um, assembly discussions uh, that'll also be on the Discord. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on and then and introducing yourself. And yep, sounds awesome. Uh, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing from you soon. Yeah, thank you. I, I love the work you guys are. You guys have contributed so much to Dao as well. It's like you guys are really awesome, and I'm I'm looking forward to see how everything develops. Good stuff. Um, thanks again, Neta. Um, I'd like to invite to the stage Hot and Cold Finance, Mr. L. Is that you? Uh, hi, all. Hello. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Uh, first of all, I would like to introduce myself. I'm Mr. Hall, who is working business development department in Hot and Call. I apologize if any problem appears about my connection because I'm outside. Uh, seems, for to be, seems to be clear. Yeah. Stable. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. It's, I'm outside of all the business, business meeting in Turkey, actually outside of the country. So I'd like to explain our projects without technical details. As our head of public relations department, Sarah, couldn't come. She's sick, so sorry. Uh, it's actually a very complex project, but um, to summarize briefly, we can say that a combination of two different decks. So hot decks is a classic deck that everyone knows, while the cold decks is a deck created specifically for liquidity tokens. So if this excites you, you can learn more detailed information from the docs on our website. Thank you again. So if I get this right, the cold decks is for trading LP tokens. Yeah, it's a liquidity token. Cool. There is um, extensive docs that they've prepared. Uh, I'll share them 
in the description below. But there is a lot, lot to get through. Very interesting product and looks very exciting. Uh, we will be covering them on the Inside Scoop series that we'll be doing from General Community, uh, sorry, General Communications Subdial. Uh, excited to see what's coming. Uh, General is very busy. Uh, let's move on then. So we have Joseph. Would you like to have a little chat with us? Or the floor is yours if you like. Hey guys, what's up? How is everyone doing? Uh, uh, my throat is killing me, man, but I'm okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you actually caught me in the middle of biting into my burrito, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> it gives me just a sec. <laughs> Joseph is working on uh, something that I think is really, really cool. Um, hopefully he can swallow his burrito soon. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I really took a huge bite there. All right, yeah. So I'm the co-founder of Swift Protocol. Uh, I kind of jumped into this last second, so uh, my business partner, Costa, couldn't make it. But essentially, we are building an e-commerce platform on Juno for anyone and everyone to go ahead and sell whatever they'd like to sell, really. I don't want to get into the technicals because we actually got into the technicals on Juno Ships uh, with Croncat. So if you guys want to go give that a listen, it's somewhere on Terra Spaces. Just look it up and you'll find it. Um, yeah, so to get into like the nitty and gritty, uh, what's coming for Swift Protocol? We are working with uh, Design DAO and Space Merch DAO, which are two very, very uh, well-known groups of people in the cosmos right now. Design DAO, who are, in my opinion, the best designers uh, and best designers to work with from a developer's point of view in Cosmos and Space Merch, which uh, make some of the most high-quality merch in Cosmos. They made the Cosmoverse merch, if I'm correct. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Yo, uh, Triano, send me a message. Let me know if, if you guys yeah, actually they, made the Cosmoverse they merch. They also made they these, did? like legendary like, uh, Juno hoodies that uh, like, basically got like, instantly grabbed. Um, but yeah, they, they, they make good stuff. Yeah, so let's talk about Juno hoodies. So... Right now, we're collaborating with Design DAO and uh, Space Merch DAO to build a. Oh, there's confirmation from Triano. They did do Cosmo first. Yeah, so we're uh, we're working on building an Osmosis merch store. So we're sourcing all of the uh, uh, all of the products. We're designing great UX, and we're going to be building an awesome checkout experience, and anyone can pay an Osmo and. Recently, right, Jake, you tweeted, and uh, someone was interested in uh, hearing Juno, about Juno hoodies, and we had a discussion about this internally. And it could be also very interesting for this little collaboration to branch out into Juno merch, right? So I think it would be interesting to see what the community thinks about this and uh, whether you guys want to see this, uh, this happen. The answer is yes. <laughs> It's great to hear. Yeah, uh, I think we'll we'll talk about it a lot more, uh, kind of going forward with what we're doing with Osmosis because it's still like in progress, right? Uh, the Osmosis Grants Program put out an RFP for this, and it's kind of uh, you know you know how these things are, right? It takes a lot of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds uh, amazing. 
Yeah, it, it's, I'm really excited for what you guys are building. Uh, the e-commerce platform on Juno is going to be like pretty lit, and I think it'd be really great to yeah get some get some merch as well. And uh, exactly, you know, we, yeah, we, anyone we, wants we to do move a lot faster than uh, you know the Osmosis Grants program. So that's uh... well, Osmosis are, are very big, so it does it does take time to get stuff done, but you usually get it done very very well. I have great respect for uh, Osmosis and what they do. Uh, and so in general, right, uh, anyone can create a merch store on Swift and we're launching sometime at the end of quarter one of this year. So you guys can expect to be able to log on to Swift with your wallet and add a couple images, add a couple products, whatever you want. You could sell your grandma's Pokemon trading cards on Swift protocol. You can do whatever you want. And uh, with a combination of great analytics and great tooling for sellers, we're going to make it super easy for you to handle shipping, to automate things, and to just grow your business online and support receiving payments in cryptocurrency. And this is all going to be happening on Juno very, very soon. Does that mean I can throw on these 1,000 fucking Juno fortune cookies I've got in my cupboard? Absolutely. Uh, Start a Swift Protocol store. It's 100% free. Uh, we even have built a little process that allow you to deploy your e-commerce store to Akash in one click. Wow. And it'll all get deployed in a minute or two. Give it a name, add pictures of your little fortune cookies, give them a price, and start selling. Pop the link on Twitter, and people can come in and make purchases on your store, and uh, you'll be able to ship it to them. And the best part is uh, we're working with an Ethereum protocol called SelfGuard, and we're helping them come to Cosmos to allow for completely anonymous uh, shipping address handling. So you'll know where to ship it, but you won't know who you're shipping it to, which means that there won't be any doxing on chain. This is something that a lot of people were worried about, that uh, you could go on MintScan and figure out someone's home address, right? Well, that's not going to happen. Uh, we have systems in place with SelfGuard that allow us that allows sellers to receive these shipping addresses. They'll know where to ship it to, but they won't know what Juno address they're shipping it to. And this can also tie into other stuff like emails and phone numbers for notifications. And so we're also going to help bring this public good to the Cosmos ecosystem. And I already have in mind a lot of protocols that are going to want to use this. And the first one that comes to mind to me is Stargaze, right? Stargaze has notifications. So why not get an email when one of your NFTs gets sold or when someone makes an offer on your NFT without the chain actually knowing what your email is, which means that everyone gets to stay anonymous. It's re it really remains in the ethos of crypto. We're really going against this mainstream movement of having centralized databases of addresses and emails, kind of what OpenSea does. We want to allow Cosmos apps to have the same amount of infrastructure without uh, having to compromise users' safety. Oh man, incredibly, incredible that, honest to God, that is, uh, sounds really exciting, Joseph. I'm glad you come on and uh, introduce yourself. Thanks very much. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, I'm just going to have a little scan through the chat here. Um, I don't think there's any more projects that I've requested, which then, yeah, that brings us on to the next topic of today which is time for the open mic uh for the community but we'll go through a couple of questions as always that are left on the Juno announcement of the call today uh from uh yep from a from a hodl.juno uh he's got three questions here so again any of the core members feel free 
it. Uh, first question is, is it possible for CORE to provide a roadmap of what's coming to Juno? I mean, we've had some projects already up here, but yeah, but that's our job as well to sort of um, uh, promote or, like, so to speak, let the community know what's being built on Juno. But any idea on a roadmap, anyone from CORE? Yeah, that's great. Uh, I think that's what I'm to do with. Uh, I think uh, a question I would give back and maybe they can respond in the chat or whatever is, I guess there's a couple different roadmaps. There's roadmaps for like the Juno core software, which is like all the features that like Reese is help like shipping and that like, you know, the development teams are shipping in. So things like, you know, the, the fee share module that allows for smart contract developers to earn incentive just by people calling their smart contracts from transaction fees. Uh, we're going to be working on shorter block times, things like that. So maybe we can start with like, you know, kind of like the technical roadmap, but I guess it'd be also maybe good to like get like a project roadmap for like a lot of the projects that are, are, are launching on, on Juno. And maybe that's a good communication sub out kind of thing. But yeah, that's a great idea and long overdue. Yeah. I mean, he's active in the, the community chat. So all those a knowledgeable person from what I read. Uh, he's also wrote a suggestion here. Now, accountability, you go on about it quite a lot, Jake. It's uh, core root being converted into a sub-DAO, but still have no idea what the core members are doing. I suggest a monthly individual report on to increase transparency. Kind of touched on it there a little bit, didn't you? So yeah, poddle.juno, if you are listening, definitely message Jake on this and, and, and bring in some suggestions on it. Um I think that's question. great. I think we'd probably just need to like, yeah, figure out where we want to publish those reports. And uh, but yeah, I think that that's, that's another great idea. Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. And um, question three from Juno uh, was: Let's talk about marketing. How do we plan to market Juno? Any plan to market outside of Cosmos? And if yes, what it is? Now, I'll, I'll just sort of touch on that. I mean, Juno comes at the moment. Our job is to. We are giving projects on Juno a platform, really, to... We, we take information from them. We, we give it out to the community. But we also have in mind ideas to market outside of Cosmos. But there can be other sub for this role as well, like we touched on in the previous call. First things that I think about are, like, we need to identify a target audience. What do we, who do we want to reach with our marketing efforts? And, and, you know, we've got to understand your audience to help us tailor our messaging and outreach efforts. I mean, I can only speak for ComsDAO, but the purpose of the ComsDAO is, is to basically serve as a central location for projects to share updates and information about their work on the general network. But yeah, I mean, if anyone's got any other outreach ideas, I, I think we touched on it today and then and the internal call for ComsDAO was, you know, it could be the job of Juno growth subdial to be like working on business development roles to see about reaching out to other networks and I don't know. These are just suggestions, but yeah, feel free. My DMs are always open for anyone who wants to throw suggestions at us. And you know, if you want to help create your own sub dial, then you know, fire away, man. Just give us a shout, and we can obviously help towards it. Yeah, I think uh, I'd plus one on that. Like, there's a lot of work in terms of like, you know, marketing is a really broad topic that includes things like you know, influencers, think of how much like value, like crypto Cito has like brought to Adam, for example, like who's going to be like the Juno version of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that there's a lot more work that can be done in terms of like reaching out to journalists and like writing articles. Um, that's really important for like discoverability and documenting and all the things that are happening. 
And so I think there's probably like a ton more ideas for, you know, potential uh, like sub DAOs on these kinds of things. And, and we have, I think we have so done Kryptonium. <laughs> we have done Kryptonium. Let's make him the, the CEO yeah. of, of Juno. <laughs> we, we, we have like we've got great things. I mean, the the the, the army behind Sauce DAOs is awesome, man. They've got great ways of connecting outside of Cosmos. You know, but I've been looking forward to seeing what they do. But you know, it's like we've got to build relationships with industry influencers, media outlets. There's loads of stuff. You know, it's a very very broad topic. But what we are doing at the moment is we can't. With the army we've got at, at Comstar, we can only just set off and, and bootstrap what we know within the network, get that going, and then once we get this solid, we can start expanding out a little bit. But if there's people there, you know, ready to go, then, you know, take a step up, man, just see if you can, like, oh, someone's giving me a thumbs down. <laughs> Red well, V. Well, if he wants to come up and speak, I'm, I'm happy to listen to it, but yeah. Um, Loads of I mean, things. I think, I think what SoftDAO is doing is absolutely fantastic, and there's a lot more room for 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 those kinds of things. Um, I also think that you know one of the things I'm really excited about. Sometimes the best marketing is just sort of like organic things that are happening, and so one of the things I'm really excited about for 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 DAO V2, and especially that you can like do all these new things like mint NFTs and stuff. Is I hope we get some like really silly experimental projects that just kind of become meme worthy um like think of like how joe went everywhere in the cosmos and there's like i think a real opportunity for having some fun and by just having fun like people from the outside will start looking in and so like let's let's do some stupid shit <laughs> um in the best in the best way possible like no like actually stupid shit but like you know like maybe maybe you want to make a church of GPT sub DAO as like a religion or something like that, or maybe you want to like, I don't know. <laughs> it's brilliant. Actually, that's yep. a great idea. Let's let's start Church of GPT like DAO, and we'll we'll give out you know GPT God tokens, and the the whole purpose of the DAO will be to ask GPT how we should live our lives. I'm making the DAO right now. Moving on, brilliant. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, well on the topic of marketing if there's anyone else who wants to get have a few minutes and ask any suggestions then the, the the floor is yours and then we'll move on to the last couple of questions and we should have like 10 or 15 minutes for the community at the end if anybody wants to hop on he's got his hand up here. i think he's got something to say uh, about I've, marketing i've made him a speaker he's you can unmute and go for it oh, perfect hi guys hi Abby. you okay all good uh, the space is recorded and I just want to remind whoever's listening that if they want to go for the creator of the church of GPT, they should go after Jake. He's the one who started it. <laughs> Secondly, uh, in regards to marketing, I'm not sure who's speaking. I imagine it's a Highlander. Just wanted to remind, yes, some just wanted to remind the communications of DAO of the objectives that they put on chain themselves. The first one was to keep the community updated by sharing news about what's happening. The second was to attract new community members through hosting campaigns and events around the world. The third was to manage and promote the Juno brand across both traditional and Web3 world. Fourth, create merchandise and swag for conferences and online shopping. Then give support and recognition to Juno partners and projects building on the network through social media 
traditional press release and news channel helping spread the cosmos, ICS vision and Juno's unique place. After that, educate both new and current users. And then after that, helping to promote and showcase Juno's bleeding edge features. And then following that, you had support various Cosmos events and uh, overseeing creation of written articles, videos, uh, create graphic designs, banners, flyers, or events, or social media. So there are a lot of things that the ComStar put forward as the objective. And they did have uh, funding in place for that too. So to say that the only thing that the ComStar is doing to just update the community on what's happening on Juno. And to mention that a lot of the other things, someone else can form a subdial. Not so sure how the com subdial can say that. And that's why I gave a thumbs down because the objectives were in front of me and you were saying another thing. And I was just thinking, how, how are you saying that? So, here, so here's the accountability part. How can you say someone else should form a subdial when this is something that you've said you guys will do yourselves. Yeah, well, understand what you're saying there, but yet, like I said, we are at the moment bootstrapping and we're doing what we can with the people that we've got. There was spaces open on this comm subdial for anyone who was willing to come up and assist us with it. But yeah, there's a lot to cover on it and we are getting through quite a lot of stuff. We have branding built, we've been covering projects, we've been doing articles. Although they're not released yet, but we are working on it. And to be fair, it's only been three weeks old on it as well. So, yeah, we do appreciate what you're saying, V. Oh, def definitely. Definitely looking forward to what you guys are doing. But my concern is that if you didn't have a team in place to deliver all these objectives, why put, why put this proposal forward in the first place? Because you need to have a team that can actually deliver all of these things that can follow the objectives yeah. <clears throat> you before know, you want to act upon them. I, I think... But, but as you can... One, sorry, Jack, but as you can... One, one point that's not really available. appreciated is that in order to form a team, you need to have money <laughs> and you need to have some resources. So, you know, also the legitimacy that's provided by something like being the official marketing subdial of Juno brings a bunch of people together. And I think that Expecting people to be fully formed in hitting the ground running 100% from day one is just kind of unrealistic um, and will lead to a lot of kind of lower quality work. Letting talented community members who are longtime contributors to the network uh, lead these things and build them up, I, I think is the right way to do that. And, and Highlander has been here for a long time and he's uh, doing a great job with this sub down. Oh, definitely. I'm not doubting yeah. anyone's uh, in regards to being long-term community members or new community. I'm a very new community member. Uh, I only came to Juno because uh, our NFT project, the community, moved to Juno. It's a wrecked gang if anyone was interested. But we're new community members and we're building here when Juno is down bad, down really bad. And we're trying to form a subdial and trying to bring some fun, some attention to Juno. So for, for you, Jack, community members should be the same, whether that's old or new. And you have to look at who's adding value to the community. But I was just asking a simple question in regards to objectives, because you should have realistic objectives in place. If you can't meet those objectives, you shouldn't say that we're going to do all of this. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize get anyone. 
no, I get what you're saying in 100%. The, the second point is an ambassador programme, which we are working on. As soon as we have news on it, we can announce regarding that. We'll do it. We'll do that in a Twitter space. We will keep you up informed. But as I say, it's only been, let's say, about a month old. So I know I can see Jake, his hands up. But yeah, you know, we're not sat here um, like not doing anything. You know, we're every day getting on with stuff at the moment. Priority for me, I thought, was let's get projects interviewed. Let's tell the community what's happening on, you know, because I see what's being built on it, but I don't see many people knowing about it. That was priority number one for us. But I appreciate it, V. Thanks for coming up and voicing your concerns. I mean, honestly, I feel like the Juno sauce and the Juno because I feel like the comms doesn't have and the comms has was the, the sauce doesn't have. So I feel like they should be friends and they should be marketing together. Thank you. Yeah, I love I the sauce. Great. I love what they do. Just want to say that. Um, I guess maybe to wrap up this like current topic is I think that those are all, I have a, I have a nuance view here. I think uh, we, you know, I think we should be mindful when we're creating subdows going forward, especially to like make sure they're like narrowly scoped. I think that usually leads to like the best outcomes. Um, but ultimately, the whole point of subdows is like we need to give people a chance also to like ramp up and like fulfill their missions. But you know, we also need to hold people accountable at the same time. So uh, yeah, let's keep moving forward. I, you know, I, I appreciate all the work that you guys are doing. I appreciate V, like people like you, like keeping keeping folks accountable and like let's. Yeah, keep moving forward and doing both things. And um, I, I think that eventually all the subdials will find the right niches. The community, I will remind people, can always like reallocate budgets. They can add new members. They can remove members. They can create new subdials. They can change the scope of subdials. And so, you know, I think we're 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 kind of engaging in this really exciting experiment here. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And you know. Um, we're going to get better as things go on, but we should both give people like the benefit of the doubt, but also hold them accountable. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, Joseph, you have your hand up. You want to step in on something before we move yeah, on? Yeah, actually, I, I wanted to, to voice a, a bit of a different opinion from B-Bands. Uh, I think that comms and sauce are very, two very, very different things. Sauce is funny, right? It's a, it's a cool little funny meme uh, DAO, but uh, comms is a very, very serious kind of operation, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, we're organizing these community calls, uh, just discussing some of the most interesting topics in Juno right now. Sauce is more of like a funny 420 low meme thing, right? Uh, it's interesting from a marketing standpoint, but we can't run a serious chain off of memes alone. Right, you need uh, serious communications. Uh, ah, Jake is in disagreement. I think we need a serious uh, communications uh, kind of avenue that we're seeing in the comms now. I don't think uh, running Juno off of sauce alone is is going to work. Joseph, sorry, have you seen the tweets from the so from the comms now? I'm just looking at the Twitter account right now, and the comms diver is reliant on the main Juno network account to run the spaces. And even now, we've only got 64 people on the spaces, which is a shame. Juno is a blockchain. 
we should be doing a better job in terms of promoting it and communicating. It's three weeks old. I mean, I mean, this has just started. This is a brand new project, right? And same with the no, software. No, it's no, very, no. very new. I, I know, I know, I know, I know that. But all of these community members are old community members. And you didn't just have to form a subdao to do all of these things. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I also half-heartedly agree with you. I don't think uh, we need DAOs for everything. Uh, I think if we look at major objectives, this could have been one DAO, but two different sides of the DAO. That is, that is true, but I don't think on one end that this should be the same operation. Personally speaking, I'm not representative of the source of doubt. I'm on it, but I'm not representing it, and my opinions don't represent the opinions of the source of doubt. But I kind of see it as the yin and yang of communication. Uh, Web3 runs on memes. Web3 runs on banter and jokes. It can't be seriousness. You can see where all the seriousness has gotten you right now in terms of marketing and promotion, and especially in the crypto world and ct and everywhere you do need memes and especially in the bear market you need you need memes to yeah, we need memes. i agree with I you. Mean, you you can look at jack's pfp right now it's a bad kid uh, someone else was around and they had another bad kid as a PFP. well yeah my that, profile picture is a bad kids with a joke like yeah yeah exactly i'm in agreement with you we need memes but I don't think 100% of Juno's communications infrastructure should be memes. Oh, no, I think no, there, no, there's, there should be a serious balance of, you know, serious communications, you know, serious marketing. If we want to achieve like, what, what I think Polygon is doing, right? They brought up Disney. Like, is this something that in its current state Juno could do with memes? I don't think no, we want no. Disney, to be honest. Okay, we don't want Disney. I agree with you, but. I think we would want to grow, right? We would want to bring on uh, bigger operations onto Juno. I think uh, memes are going to be an integral part of it, obviously, but I think serious communications, uh, something to bring on more institutional, traditional people, you know, not Web3 native jokester like, like us, right? These are all, I think, great, great points. Um, and I really think we should have a whole space, maybe, maybe soft out or maybe comms out could like, let there's someone let's organize the spaces and talk about like, yeah, how we want to go about marketing. I do What's think the in the market though, like, let's just have fun. Like honestly, fun, like memes are great. I think memes are really great right now. And we've got like some really nice, cool DAO tooling launching and we could just do a lot of really dumb shit and it could be really, really fucking fun. And we could all, you know, who knows how long, like, the market's going to be like this. Like, let's at least enjoy ourselves while we're building. I don't know. Um, I see quickly, uh, before we wrap up the, the, the well, the, the marketing sort of topic, but I have Triano willing to speak to you. Triano, what do you want to say? Yeah, I want to say that the main purpose right now for the Junocons is to let the community know what's building on Juno what people are making and it's hard to make marketing uh, and at the same time being neutral about project you can't give uh, a lot of uh, attention to a project because you you never know how it's going to end and um, there, are, there are a lot of stuff going on uh, we are talking about the ambassador program a university and uh, if you look at the uh, juno communication sub we haven't spent any money on it 
we are trying to do in the best uh, with uh, in our and uh, of course we can make partnership we can make event we can make conferences but all of those uh, require funding and uh, we are trying to be conservative and uh, uh, build with what we have right now so that's it thank you Tiano. Uh, but yeah what, moving forward you know if anyone has any concerns my dms are all open. Um, this week i'll be moving the house so i'll be not around as much but yeah just come and have a chat man and yeah we should do our more spaces together as well and thrash out any ideas going forward but yeah we, we, we will have a transparency report coming out that's showing everyone what we're up to like the annual speak there's loads going on and we've not spent a penny do you know we're trying to be conservative just like you said so yeah um but yeah i want to thank everyone who come up and voiced their concerns that's great we want to hear uh, concerns you know we're all for it so uh, I have a, two more questions from, sorry, Jake, just quickly, but two more questions that I respect the the comments in the Twitter that how will Juno accrue more sustainable value in the year of 2023? That's a good question. Anyone want it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, go for it, Jack. Right, wait. Go first, Jack, if you had one, if you had an answer off the top. Yeah, I, I think that Juno accrues value the same way it always has. It's by being this launch pad and this center of incubation in the cosmos and there's a number of ways that we as a community are broadly trying to capture value using that narrative and i think that uh at this point trying to pivot and and do something entirely different has is a not really possible we're a platform juno is a smart contracting application platform and allows anyone to come on and uh build and we're sort of inherently in competition with other smart contracting platforms, such as Ethereum. So what are our unique selling propositions? A lot of that is around IBC and Cosmosm. And in order to retain those differentiators, what we need to do is continue to double down on shipping features first and being the place for experimentation within the Cosmos. I think on this call, what we see is White Whale and V, NetaDAO, and Dowdow in a lot of really exciting projects that have made Juno their home exactly for this reason. That idea has product market fit, and we need to double down on it. And I think that's how we capture value in 2023. Uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, I agree with all that. And um, I guess the the two two things I would maybe add to that would just be, uh, I really think we have like a lead in 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 Dow tooling and Dow mentality. Uh, and I really think that it, in many ways, while there's going to be doubt tooling all over the interchain, you know, there's going to be Gnosis safe on like Evmos or whatever. Um, we have a real opportunity to like kind of become the home of the doubt on, 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 on Cosmos or on, in the interchain. And uh, I, I think that, you know, especially as we launch more IBC features in, into doubt like it's going to be more and more appealing for projects to come launch here, take advantage of this really passionate community and like engage in activities all over the interchain. And that's not something you can do with like EVM based smart contracts and EVM based DAO tooling. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, I guess I, I guess I just agree with everything, you know, you said. Um, just, just like one thing I, to add I on feel to great that, about here. The, the funding that Core One gives 
there's been a lot of sort of like concern around that. But especially with Strangelove, the infrastructure that we build supports White Whale and enables them to build their cross-chain smart contracting platform. And if we as a chain can continue to invest in this open source infrastructure, it gives us the legitimacy to claim to be the home of Cosmosm, to be the home of DAO tooling within Cosmos. And the only way we do that is through hard investments in the the sort of fundamental tooling that enables this to happen. You know, the app developers who build on top of Juno want easy experiences. They want, um, you know, standard deployments and all of those things. In order to provide those, we need to, as a community, invest in the fundamental infrastructure that underlies Juno. We were able to create Juno as it is now because there was a ton of work that we were able to take in the open source and just deploy. And as Cosmos has grown, the core teams that are supported by the hub primarily uh, have not sort of kept up and continued to ship some key features, especially around IBC and Cosmwasm. And Juno has ended up being the funding for that almost entirely. And, you know, we as like, this goes back to the SubDAO, the SauceDAO and CommunicationsDAO thing too. The CommunicationsDAO needs to market to those developers and needs to tell this narrative around how Juno is unique, what we bring and how it's unique because it really truly is um, where memes only get us so far. So anyway, um, I, I do have to run here. Um, I good chatting with everyone. And uh, yeah, if anyone's got any questions, hit me up. I'll be on these things regularly. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you very much. Um, with that being said, I'd like to thank everyone who did attend the call today. Big shout out to everyone of the projects who come up and said hello. Uh, it's so much to get covered. Uh, something we'll be working on in the next week or so. I hope you catch the Auburn Wars release that we put out today. There's more of them coming up uh, next up. I think is White Whale, but I'll chat with Lucas on that. But if there's any closing remarks, Jake, please take it away. Yeah, just on this like like idea of like sustainable sustainable value um i think one of the things i hear a lot is people are like oh there's other like you know smart contract competitors um and there always have been and there's always going to be those if you look in terms of like cosmosm I, I really do think that like we have a pretty like insurmountable lead like the only other like ecosystem that's like 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 Terra is really the only other competitor, to be honest. So like Archway, like we're launching developer incentives before they even launch their chain. Like, come on. And yeah. like they have not like been like we have like some of the best like Cosmosm devs in the interchain here. I think people compare what we're doing to like EVM based chains. Well, EVM based chains, like that's not real development. Those people are copying pasting work that was done from Ethereum, you know. Um, and we're building like the equivalent for the interchain. Um, and I'm really excited to see, like, I'm really glad White Whale came up today because I think it's a really awesome, like, first version of the kind of interchain protocols that are going to be launching more and more from Juno. Um, because that's stuff you can only build with Cosmosm. You can only build these kind of like interchain protocols in Cosmosm that like fundamentally take full support of IBC. 
And that shit's going to get more and more interesting. Um, I guess the last note I would add on like, yeah, just sustainable value capture is like, first of all, like we're, we've got a really great community. We've got a really great community of devs. Give them time. You know, we're, we're actually building things from scratch. We're not just copy pasting. Like it takes time. Um, but like, I will add, I think mesh security is a really great way to bring sustainable value, value back to Juno. Um, because it's going to be, I think, a game changer for the interchain. And I think it's going to you know, scale much better than ICS. And what it looks like at the end of the day is projects that get incubated out, out of Juno. So say Swift protocol, their e-commerce thing really fucking takes off and they go off and launch their own chain. Well, guess what? They can, we can su- secure Swift with like Juno tokens. Juno tokens can cross stake their Juno and, and help secure Swift and vice versa. And what that means is like Juno becomes this like central hub in the network of like not just cross-chain uh, smart contracts, but cross-chain like economic security. And that by staking Juno tokens, you earn like staking rewards in all these other tokens. And I think that that is a really great way. If we are going to be the incubator for the interchain and like launching all these projects, this is a really great way that we can continue to like get economic advantage from our, our position as like an early innovator and central piece of this interchain network. Um, I think that that is something that I'm really looking to forward to towards the latter half of 2023. It's a huge way that we can like really sustainably capture a fuck ton of value. Um, so, yeah. That's amazing speech, Jake. Can't wait to snip at that. Um, everyone, thank you very much for joining. We will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, stay well, and we will chat to you soon. Thanks again, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Juno Communications SubDAO Community Call number two, recorded on Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show me how much you want to keep listening to Juno-related spaces. I love you all. Laying there at night while I'm counting sheep Brain I repeat, no amount of please Would you shut the fuck up, yo, I'm trying to sleep Not till you write it down to remind your genius ass in the morning When you wake up to realize it was nothing more than a weird dream And you feel like everybody's on the tape But things aren't always what they seem What's real to me isn't real to you Living this reality is barely new And if you've seen this little feud You'd be filling up your gas tanks too We're living in a fucking simulation of a simulation Don't look back or you'll get sucked into the miscommunication All this dumb fucking ruckus Drink bleach here Keep a tight demeanor and swing for the bleachers This ball is crushed I feel like I wanna kick the bucket over, spill the fun, release some other means of hunting. All these silly motherfuckers coming at us like we don't got a bunch of guns or something. These are fucked up times we're living in, and I don't need the judgment. Free the suffer, no need to suffer. The leaders busted freedom, hunter disagreements, wander. Cold streets filled with screaming bottom feeders. Take me to your leaders, blasting propaganda through the speakers. So if you wanna build, let's build.
But if you wanna steal, get buried in the field. Double duty at the rocket, Rudy. Coppin' fruity, not a newbie. Got the rubies, hostile, looking like Chewbacca threw me through the window. Fucking sue me, now I'm looking all hypnotic, bougie with a bunch of suckers I went to school with who barely knew me. Students sitting here, fucking clueless. Looking at the next duck, trying to see who the goose is. Should've paid more attention to the hole in the boat. Now tell me why y'all still vote. Spaces.